While coaching one-on-one with somebody might help you to better understand where they are right now, it might also be giving you a false insight. It might be giving you an insight into somebody who's not the right person for the course that you want to launch. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 576. Today is another Ask Steph episode. And as a quick reminder, if you have any questions that you would like to write in and ask me and potentially have me answer them in an Ask Steph episode, then the place to do that is stephtaylor.co slash asksteph. And I really love it when the questions you send in have a little more context, a little bit more details, because when you ask a really broad question, it's quite tricky to give specific advice and ideas for your situation. So onto today's question that was submitted anonymously. And the question reads, as a newbie in starting a business and in what I'm offering in that business, coaching, I'm left wondering what kind of offers I can make at this particular juncture, since I'm unsure whether my offers will give them a certain intended outcome. In listening to your most recent podcast episode, the idea of knowing how to test an offer sounds important. I believe I did test a recent one, but my approach was to touch base with folks who I'd spoken to in an effort to develop the offer and do some market research. I was offering a course. I wonder now if I should have been providing an offer for one-to-one to help me develop the course further, which makes me wonder, as a coach who wants to do courses mainly, if my approach should be to focus on one-to-one offers until I know what I'm developing. Okay. There's a lot to unpack in this question. There always is. I know I say that with like every Ask Steph question, but I really, really want to start with the sentence, I'm unsure whether my offers will give them a certain intended outcome. Why are you feeling unsure? Where is this feeling coming from? Where are you worried that your offers won't give them the outcome? Is it Because that you are insecure in your own ability to deliver that outcome, you're not you're questioning and you have that self-doubt of, can I really do this? Because if you have that doubt, that's very normal. Is it because that you have never helped anybody to achieve this outcome before in any kind of capacity, one-on-one, in a job before you started uh, your business, even people you maybe have worked with for free in uh, learning how to become a coach? Have you never helped anybody to achieve this outcome? Because that's a very different scenario. Both of those are very different scenarios. Now, I do want to clarify that in the first scenario, if you're doubting whether you are able to give them that outcome, I want you to know that it's nearly impossible to have 100% certainty 
that your course will give somebody an outcome. This is very, very, very particular to courses or any kind of digital product where you are not doing it for them, essentially. Even coaching, when you're not doing something for them, you can't guarantee that they will get an outcome because ultimately you can give them the best tools, resources, support. You can really set them up for success, but you can't guarantee that they will take action. That is on them. Now, it's really important to develop some kind of framework or process that you can take them through in any of your offers, especially in your course, a framework or a process that if they implement it well, if they take that action, it will work. And if you don't have this framework yet, or you don't know what this framework will be yet, then yes, it can absolutely be helpful to work with people in a one-on-one capacity until you do have that framework or that process. However, it really helps to have clarity on what the outcome is going to be so that you can work with that person, even in a one-on-one capacity, you can work with that person in the direction of that outcome rather than it just being sort of coaching where each week they're giving you their challenges and you're coaching them through those challenges, but they're not working in a particular direction. The other option that I don't know if you've considered is to deliver your course the first time in a small group format. And this will allow you to give a lot more support, a lot more handholding, a lot more tailoring of the content than you would in a larger course. So you can use this as an approach to really develop and refine that framework or that process that you are taking them through So that then when you launch it again, you can launch it as a course and you know roughly what kind of content and what kind of support you need to give for them to get the best results, for them to achieve that outcome. Now, another thing that you mentioned in your message was, I believe I did test a recent offer, but my approach was to touch base with folks who I'd spoken to in an effort to develop the offer and do some market research. I was offering a course and I wonder now if I should have been providing an offer for one-to-one to help me develop the course further. So the very first thing I want to know is what did they say? Like when you asked them, when you did that market research, what did they tell you? Did they tell you they wanted one-on-one support? What kind of outcomes did they tell you that they wanted? That is going to give you much more feedback as to what kind of offer to create and what kind of outcome to deliver than asking me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm i not an expert in your subject matter and I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what your audience wants, what your ideal clients want. So go back to that research and find out what they want from you. Now, I do want to say that I don't consider market research to be a form of testing your offer. That's because it's very easy for somebody to say, yes, I would buy that, And it's easier for them to say that than it is to dig deep and to explain to you why they wouldn't want to buy that or why it's not a priority to them. You know, every time I walk past the Mercedes dealership, I think, oh, I really like that convertible white car. I want it. But am I heading to the dealership and pulling out my credit card or my checkbook? I don't have a checkbook, but am I buying that car? No, because I have other priorities that are much more important to spend my money on that I'm going to make a bigger impact in my life that I value more than driving around in a nice car. And the only true way to know whether somebody will buy your offers is to give them a chance to buy it. 
then you will have your answer. And of course, remembering also that there are other things that determine whether somebody sees enough value in it to buy it now. So make sure you go back and listen to episode 561, what to do when people tell you they can't afford it, because I really break down in that episode a couple of the other things that can really play into somebody's decision to spend money or not spend money on your offer. Now, when you say, I wonder now if I should have been providing an offer for one-to-one to help me develop the course further. Let's unpack that a bit. Are the people who sign up for one-to-one coaching in your space the same people who would buy an online course from you? I ask this because, for example, if I think about my business, the people who sign up for a launch strategy intensive, which is done for you, rather than Launch Magic, which is a course where they are doing the work themselves, the people who sign up for the Launch Strategy Intensive tend to be a little bit further along in their business. And they have very different struggles and challenges. They have different goals. They have learned a lot of new, a lot of things through their experience running a business that many of my Launch Magic students who are only maybe three years into their business haven't learned yet. So if I created my Launch Magic framework based on what I learned from my Launch Strategy Intensive clients, I would be setting my Launch Magic students up for failure because they have so many other challenges, so many different mindset blocks, so many other things that my Launch Strategy Intensive clients don't have. A huge part of creating a course or any kind of, actually any kind of offer, not just digital products, but any kind of offer is having empathy for where your clients or your students, whatever you want to call them, having empathy for where they are right now. And this is really challenging because you are the expert in what you do. You're really good at what you do. You don't know all of the things that they don't know. You might assume that they already know something really basic and they don't. You might assume that they don't know something and they do. So while coaching one-on-one with somebody might help you to better understand where they are right now, it might also be giving you a false insight. It might be giving you an insight into somebody who's not the right person for the course that you want to launch. And it might also overwhelm you because if you have five one-on-one clients and you're using all five of them as research for your course, and they all come to you with their different challenges, their different barriers, obstacles, hurdles, dreams, desires, now suddenly you don't know which to include and which not to include in your course. And you feel like your course has to solve all of these different challenges. It has to deliver all of these different transformations. And then suddenly you end up with a course that is going down so many different rabbit holes and it's taking you forever to create because you're trying to cover absolutely everything. So if you do use one-on-one coaching as a way to develop the content for your course or the framework for your course, I would strongly suggest making it outcome-oriented. What do I mean by that? I mean that instead of, for example, offering business coaching, I don't know if you're a business coach or not, I don't know what kind of coaching you do, but let's just look at business coaching, for example. Instead of saying, hey, here's coaching and you just set a goal at the start and each week will you know, give you accountability and workshop challenges that stop you from achieving your goal. Instead of doing that, you are offering coaching with the goal of getting them to their first 10K month in, say, three months or six months. That is the outcome that you are offering them. 
And that way, then rather than coaching them on whatever challenges they're facing each week or each month or however often you meet with them, you are instead learning what challenges might pop up and what hurdles they may face during their, during that process of following your framework to get them to that $10,000 a month while they are following your method. So you have kind of a set method you are coaching them through, which you will then turn that method into a framework for a course. But you are seeing what challenges and obstacles might pop up while following that particular framework. And then that makes it much less overwhelming to turn into a course because now you have a framework and you're just getting an insight into what is arising that will stop them from getting the outcome. Okay, my last point that I want to make. The easiest way to figure out what that outcome will be or what product you're going to develop, what coaching offer you're going to develop, whatever it is, the easiest way to figure this out is audience research. And from your question, it sounds like you have already done this. So hopefully you already have some insight into the problems that your audience is facing. And the best offers solve a problem or deliver a transformation, regardless of whether it's a course, coaching, an ebook, anything. Regardless of what it is, the best ones solve a problem or deliver a transformation. So pick a problem you know you can help them to solve. Pick a transformation you know you can deliver. Build an offering around that. Build some kind of framework, some kind of method, a process that you can walk them through to achieve that. Then test it. So you don't have to go and create an entire course and record all of the videos, but pull together some kind of rough framework that you would take them through. And then test that. Ask them to buy it. Give them an actual checkout link or an actual invoice that they can pay. Because that is the only real way to know whether somebody will pay money for it. And then develop the content with them each week if it's a course. If it's a course, you can create the next week's lessons based on the insights you gathered about where they are the week before. Each week, you can assess where they are struggling, what they need more support with to get them to the finish line. You could also do this in that one-to-one capacity. And there's no better or worse option. I've given you a couple of pros and cons for each of those options, but I also don't believe that you have to focus on -on one-on-one before you are able to launch a course or able to launch a group program, right? You don't have to focus on that one-on-one first. So there you have it. A couple of things to really think about when you are deciding whether to go down that course path or that one-on-one path to start with. Now, I am this week running my brand new workshop, Offer Less, Sell More. It's a three-hour workshop where together we will design and refine your offer suite. Even if you already think you know what you're selling, we'll go through and we will redesign it completely so that you are really generating that consistent income. You're able to help more people and you're able to get off the all or nothing income roller coaster. Because I know a lot of you struggle with that. And I really believe that what you choose to sell can really impact how much you sell and how consistent your income is and how many people you can help. So to find out more about that, head to stephtaylor.co slash offers. If you are listening to this episode in the future, and the workshop has already happened, that is fine. You will be able to go back and buy a recording of the workshop at stephtaylor.co slash offers as well. That is it for today's episode. If you have any friends who you think are struggling with this similar issue, make sure you share this episode with them. Hit the share button, copy the link, send it over to them. 
how I get to help more people. And if you haven't already left me a rating and a review, I really do appreciate it. Uh, I believe you can actually now do it in Spotify as well. So if you jump into Spotify and leave me a f- review, it doesn't have to be five stars if you don't think it's deserving of five stars. Uh, and if you listen in Apple Podcasts and you haven't left a review there, please, I really do read every single one. They mean a lot to me and they really, you know, it reminds me why I do what I'm doing. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Catch you next time.